0: This is The Black Box from Spotlight Studio in Pell City, Alabama. Spotlight is an all-ages drama education and outreach program for St. Clair County, created by SEPA Management. It's supported by Hargrave Communications, Trussell, Funderburg, Raybell and & Ferguson, and Game Company. Today, we talk with Shelby Maddox, Spotlight Program Coordinator and Assistant Director at SEPA Management. SEPA operates the Center for Education and Performing Arts in Pell City which houses a 2000 seat gymnasium and 400 seat state of the art theater. Now I'm not gonna lecture you too much about what it is that we do, but I do wanna make sure that you understand what Spotlight is. We created this program in 2016, launched it in 2017, started with about 40 members and now have more than 450 across eight clubs in almost every community in St. Clair County. Spotlight is the way that SEPA management helps people get to the stage. But sometimes you can't get to the stage. Sometimes, let's say in 2020, maybe around March 13th, you have to close down due to a global pandemic. And then for the next several months, everything is up in the air. And you have to tell those 450 members across eight clubs that you're not really sure if they're gonna get to perform this year. And many of them didn't. Most of the content for the Black Box is going to come from our Spotlight Club members. They're going to write, direct, cast, and perform their own original plays. Now this isn't a substitute for live theatrical performance in any way. We know there are massive differences, and we know the amount of teamwork that goes into putting on a live show is is something you really can't duplicate with with a few people sitting around on microphones. But it is a chance to perform. And we hope that our members are excited and we hope that you're excited. We hope that you listen and we hope that you keep supporting us as we kind of dive down this rabbit hole. I'm Jeff Thompson, the executive director here at SEPA. And this is my interview with Shelby Maddox on the Black Box.
1: This is Shelby Maddox. I am Assistant Director and Spotlight Program Coordinator for SEPA, and this is the story of how I got involved in the theater.
0: All right, so take me back all the way to the first time you decided to get on stage. Tell me the story.
1: So, I actually went to Homestead Hollow in Springville. They did one of their did one of their performances that they do, I think it's like every 3 years. Um, and it was Annie Get Your Gun, and I just standing there, it was, it wasn't even a traditional theater setting. It was not, I had seen many plays on like a regular theater stage across um, Birmingham and everything else. Cause my grandmother was really adamant about taking me to plays and making sure that I was, you know, a well-rounded kid. But Annie, get your gun. It was not your traditional setting. the stage and everything. actually, you walked to different parts uh, and they would put on a play at different parts. so it's kind of walking and interactive. And actually, I fell in love with the atmosphere and just the crowd interaction. and I told my grandmother I was like, this is something like I wanna I want to act. I want to be a part of theater. How old were you? I was eight, eight or nine.
0: Uh, and you're in school here at Pell City. Yeah. Uh, so what opportunities were available to you then to pursue acting at eight years old in Pell City?
1: There there really wasn't any. Um, we didn't have uh, well-developed. The closest that I got really was um, performing in a talent show in elementary school. Um, I did singing lessons and dancing lessons in Pell City, but theater Um, I actually had to end up going outside, outside of Pell City in order to pursue acting um, and do workshops, which is kind of where I went from there. Um, I went to Leeds performed and that's where I basically grew up until the building was established. So,
0: you know, tell me about that, right? Like you're, you're going to Leeds, you, you know, I'm guessing you performed several times in Leeds between eight and when... The SEPA building was actually constructed. Yeah. Uh, when was, when the building became open, you know, what age were you and what, what all had you done up until that point? And what were you hoping for? What were you hoping that the construction of SEPA would give you as a young actor in Pell City?
1: The Leeds Community Theater, it's a very small and intimate space, but I have I did multiple summer camps there, ranging until I was in middle school. <laughs> Performed in their community theater outside of the summer camps as ensemble roles. Like it was just a very accepting and inviting group of people. The SEPA was the, it was almost the equivalent of like the BJCC theater to me in my little middle school mind. Like it's, it's a huge building. (laughs) It's a huge facility. It's a big stage, big audience. So I was really excited to be a part of it. But even, even when I was in middle school, um, there wasn't really any middle school opportunities until I was in eighth grade. Uh, And then we had a teacher that, said like, hey, I, I want to do an after-school drama program. And that's kind of where we started. And we started at the gym at Duran North performing there. And we did like one production and it was like a murder mystery type thing. But that was like, we still weren't on the SEPA stage yet, but the high schoolers were. And we got to see Peter Pan, which is one of the first productions that I got to see on the SEPA stage. And they, I mean, it was flying. They did all the special effects and it was just like,
0: Wow. <laughs> I do hear, and, I, and since I've been here, I've heard many stories about Peter Pan. Apparently they knocked it out of the park with that one, uh, put a lot of extra money into it to make it top quality production. And it sounds like it got you too.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was the moment i had already been in love with theater. I knew that, you know, I wanted to, you know, proceed with theater, but at that time it was like, okay. I want to be on that stage. (laughs) So especially if they're, I mean, it was almost, I mean, it was almost BJCC quality as far as like, as far as high school goes. Like I'd seen high school productions, but this one was, we had the capabilities of doing everything. Then I got to act a little bit on the stage um, in eighth grade, uh, just doing like odds. I mostly did singing on stage. I didn't even really do theater productions. And then I went to Shades Valley for a year got accepted into their theater program and pursued theater. And their stage was similar as far as like size is concerned, but it wasn't nearly as technical as SIPA's was.
0: But I think this part of your story is, is really important for yeah. what we're trying to do and what we're trying to tell people here is, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you pursued enrollment at Shades Valley because they had a more established theater program that's why you left Pell City because you decided you wanted to pursue this and you went outside to find a school that could give you what you wanted in theater.
1: Yeah, that's ex- I mean that's exactly right. Even though it was the start and they showed promise, Shades Valley was I had to audition for it. I had to want to be into like involved in the theater program and it was well established and the director of that particular program was phenomenal. Like you heard his name. I've transferred there and did productions with them for a year. And then I, I came back because I missed home. <laughs> but I learned a lot, a lot more than I had at the community theater. Um, we did Trumbauer, which I didn't even know what Trumbauer was until I got into Shades Valley. So then when I came back the next year, that was one of the things in the theater programs that I was like, we should, we should do this.
0: So for, you know, people who are listening that don't know what is Trumbauer?
1: So Trumbauer is a thespian competition that's like statewide. It deals with all forms of the performing arts. It deals with lighting. You can do lighting design. You can do acting and monologues, duets. You can do one act plays. Um It's basically, it's a competition for people that are in theater.
0: Cool. Yeah. And so you came back to Pell City and in- helped get this program on and push it in that direction, I guess? Yeah,
1: absolutely. We went, the first time we went to Trumbauer, when I got back in 10th grade, there was three of us. (laughs) It was me and two others and then our director at
0: the time. What's your most vivid memory from that first Trumbauer experience?
1: Well, my first Trumbauer experience was... Yeah, with Pell City. Yeah, okay, with Pell City, Mm -hmm. yeah. We, it was, it it was wild. It was crazy. When when
0: you say crazy, I'm not sure I (laughs) understand what you mean.
1: Yeah, so it was it would just be like someone started singing and the whole entire theater would start singing the same song. That is
0: definitely not the type of crazy I was (laughs) expecting. Uh, Yeah, I thought fireworks and food fights, that kind of thing. No, no. You're saying everyone in in this giant auditorium who has come here from across the state, who all share this thing in common, which is performing, and the things that they're interested in happen to be plays, all know the songs to Hamilton. And so if somebody starts, and I'm using a current example, of course, singing (laughs) Hamilton, then the whole thing erupts in Hamilton.
1: Yes, yeah
0: you know one one thing that i notice about many of the people who participate in drama is they are looking for that place to belong mm-hmm. and what you're describing to me is a situation where maybe i'm back at my school and like in your case you've got three people who are going to trumbauer but all of a sudden these three people who are looking for a sense of belonging are dropped into a place where thousands of people think the same way and have the same goals. Like what does that do for a kid? It's got to boost self-esteem just tremendously.
1: Yeah, it definitely boosts self-esteem and it just boosts confidence in, in general. You you know you know you're not alone in that aspect. Um especially if you're just three three kids that are in tenth grade, um tenth or eleventh grade, just going to Trumbauer for the first time. I mean, it was super small. Most places had like 20 kids going per school. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it wasn't, it was, it was very accepting as well. They didn't care how many kids three versus 20. It was just like, Hey, we both like theater. Let's talk about it.
0: So what was the best play you did in your high school career? What do you think was your best play?
1: Oh, that's a toss up. I really liked Wizard of Oz. The main reason I liked Wizard of Oz is because I got to fly. That was one of the most memorable ones as far as musicals are concerned and through a technical aspect, because we had trap doors and we had flying and it wasn't just me who flew. Um, I played Dorothy, but it wasn't just me that was flying around. I mean, we had multiple, multiple rigs set up the person who played the Wicked Witch, she had a bicycle that like actually flew in the air. Like it was nuts. We had a tornado that was on the site that you would pull and it would twist and go down the other side. So like just a technical aspect of it. It was, it was phenomenal. Wow. And that was in 10th grade. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Do you know how much that costs? I'm not. Can we price that out? Can we do stuff like that?
1: I mean it was done before. I mean it was done like Well you understand I don't yeah. come from
0: this world. I don't yeah, have true. <laughs> I don't have any idea what what is possible. I'm not sure.
1: I mean it's it's definitely possible. I mean they did it for Peter Pan and for, you know, Wizard of Oz. I mean and it's exciting. The professional people would come in, they rigged up the system for us and then they would teach and it was very like we couldn't just. It was very structured. We couldn't just get in our harnesses and fly around. Like we had to get permission from the director. You had to make sure you had reliable people too. So it was it was a lot. But <laughs> yeah, I could have I could have fallen, but you know. But you didn't. Everybody was I didn't. safe. Everybody great, was super great job safe all
0: the way around. Yeah, okay, and then we're tangenting, uh, totally. Yeah. So take me from there. Uh, you you graduate. You've done this since you were eight years old, right? Mm-hmm. You stuck with drama, eight years old, all the way through your senior year of high school. What did you decide to do in college? Where did you go? Where, where was this path taking you?
1: So in college, I had, my main track was I wanted to do theater originally, and I decided to go to Southern Union Community College. I was offered a show choir scholarship, and I was offered a theater scholarship. And um, since Show choir dealt more with the musical aspect. I knew that most theaters that I would audition for or most programs that I would audition for have a musical theater program. Um, So I decided since the theater program at the time only did straight plays, I decided to do show choir to just keep up, you know, with my dancing and with the singing portion of things. So I did that for two years, kept my grades up, and I was offered a presidential scholarship to the University of Alabama. And even when I went to the University of Alabama, you know, it's that mid-adult thing or young adult thing where it's like, oh, maybe theater is not... The, you know
0: oh maybe I need to make some money thing yeah Is what maybe I need to make yeah. some
1: money okay. theater may not be <laughs> it I actually when I first started I went in as a journalism journalism major.
0: You decided to go make money in journalism?
1: <laughs> it wasn't the this-
0: <laughs> I mean like oh I shouldn't do theater. Let me just let all, me just do like, journalism. There's tons of money in journalism. I'll go over there. let yeah. th- I am a journalism major.
1: Yeah way, so <laughs> I was like oh well maybe journalism will it's just enough like, maybe just enough. I'll still be in, possibly be in front of a camera. Maybe, if we're lucky. <laughs> so this is just an I
0: can get a job thing. Yeah, yeah it I was got, an okay. I
1: can I can get a job more so than like, oh, here's my theater degree. Um, I did that for a semester. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not like it. And I told my parents, um, I just told them, I. Because of course, anytime that I sw- once I switched, I told them, I, I told my parents, I was like, listen, I <laughs> I'm suffering. Um, the only class that I like is my mass communication class. <laughs> that's it, and it's just not it's just not for me. I really want to be in the theater program. They were like, you know, do what you got to do. If that's what you want to do, do it. So I said, okay. Then not even my my second semester in, I immediately did theater things were 10 times better. I was back where I felt like I needed to be. I had to run shows as a costume dresser and help people get into their costumes. And then I would work costume maintenance to like two o'clock in the morning, washing tutus. So that was always fun. But I mean, it was was a whole new aspect that I hadn't even really dealt with, but I really enjoyed it.
0: What's the uh, most important thing that a young actor would need to know?
1: Like don't stop using your imagination. It's it's key. You have to you have to be able to imagine these settings and imagine these characters. It's one thing to read a script and pick a character that you like, but you got to get into the mindset. You have to have, find something that you've attached to this character. And imagination is key. You can I can sit here and pretend that, you know, I'm drinking a cup of coffee, but if I don't, you know, believe it, the I'm audience thinking, doesn't
0: believe it either. Yeah,
1: exactly. Imagination is I've put myself in this position to where Okay, I can see a coffee cup, even though I'm not. To me, if you lose imagination, you're just reading a script, and that's it.
0: I can say without doubt that I have seen a lot of that as, as we have developed this program, and I have seen other directors work to correct that one problem. I think that's great advice.
1: It's It's commitment. You've got to commit, and you've got to use your imagination, and you've got to put yourself in that scenario. Because if you believe it, the audience is going
0: to believe it. You ended up deciding to pursue education as a backup. You know, currently you are still pursuing an education degree. You got your theater degree. You uh, finished all four years of college, graduated from Alabama. You are looking for a master's in education. And I don't know how you saw the job listing, but you look at it and think, this would work for me.
1: Yeah, my grandmother actually showed me the listing and was like, hey, You need to check this out. I had been away, you know, at Tuscaloosa. I didn't even really know what was going on here in that aspect. Basically, we're helping other communities grow their theater departments. Um, Even if they don't have one, even a drama club, they're helping St. Clair County, Moody, these places that do not have access, which is what we basically had before the building was built. It was just very creative and it was innovative. It was a job that I immediately was like, I think... I think I could be good at this. I think I like what they're trying to accomplish here, which is give access to the performing arts to St. Clair County.
0: Yeah, I think you you are good at this. Uh, I think this is a good spot for you. I want to know, now that you understand the program, you understand the innovation and the the desire that I have for what this thing is going to do, where do you put your own spin? What is your vision now that, that you've got a handle what do, you, what do you do to grow it even farther under your, your term, your administration?
1: I want to see bigger productions. The clubs want to see bigger productions. They want, now that they've gotten a taste of it with what straight plays can do, they're already, some of them are talking about doing musicals. I want us to get to that level of Peter Pan and Wizard of Oz, where it's like, it's the talk, talk of the town, essentially. I want people to, I want the community, even people who are outside of the spotlight program to see what we're doing and appreciate it on a grander scale, or at least know what we're doing.
0: What else do you want to do with this? What else can we do that is just awesome?
1: I want to do more workshops, but I would love to see workshops where we're focusing on just like one aspect of theater for like a day or two.
0: Do you feel like you can change people's lives in this position?
1: It's great interacting. Like I I feel like I can just interacting with people and just, showing my love of theater and showing like hey this is this is what i do i get to go in here and i get to help people experience theater and i feel like that changes you even if you go see a play that cha- like that changes you
0: For more on Spotlight Studio and the Black Box podcast, or to become a part, visit us at PellCityCEPA.com. That's PellCityCEPA.com. These programs are supported by Hargrave Communications. They're not just the company that brought you the Black Jacket Symphony. They also provide the best TV, phone, internet, and wall-to-wall Wi-Fi service in the area. Look them up at Hargrave.com. The Black Box is also supported by Trussell, Funderburg, Ray Bell, and Ferguson, and Good Game Company. Learn more about our programs and our sponsors at PellCitySepa.com. Finally, we have to thank the City of Pell City and Pell City Schools, because without them, nothing that we do would be possible. And we have to thank you as well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for volunteering, supporting, contributing. We could not have done it without you. So as long as you keep giving, we'll keep giving our all.